Push start, type of band's cool, but the tent plan. I'm back on my bender rolls for the kicks. They quit to give them two cents. Put my circle tight like we glued hands. Like I don't believe in new friends. Trail light, I know the ice then. I drop the song, get a few wins. I crave the comfort in my own skin. Really, I just wanna feel the world spin. Hope I check, watch me double that. I get it lit, I watch it bubble down. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? It's your boy Frankie with We Are the Brand podcast, presented to you by Fabre Media. And today in the studio, we have a very special guest, someone who's become a friend of mine, and I'm happy to have him on the show, Amir Perry, a songwriter, artist, rapper out here in Chicago. And uh, yeah, man, he's a great dude. And you know, we had a conversation prior to this uh, podcast, and I just knew that he had to be on the show. I hit him up, and he agreed to come on, and here we are. What's up, man? How you doing, sir? Appreciate you having me. Absolutely, man. I'm glad for you to be here. Uh, real quickly to the audience, if you want, man, just... Tell them a little bit about yourself, you know, what you do, who you are, and then, you know, we can continue to see where this takes us. Let's get it. I go by the name of Mia Perry. I'm a rapper, songwriter, artist. Um, done some recent things, uh, WGCI Artist of the Month. Also had two songs placed on the shot. Yep, yep. Season four, episode seven, and episode nine. Mm, that's what's um, up. Yeah, so that was, that was a crazy experience as well. Um, got some new music coming soon. Uh, got some fashion stuff we're working on as well. Just building the brand. We are the brand. Right. We are the brand. That's why we're here to talk about it. Uh, get you know, get a little bit in depth about who you are. One of the things about this podcast that for me personally, I like to have conversations about is um, like what's inside of an individual, because ultimately that's what creates a brand. Right. You know, a lot of times people out there, they watch particular interviews or listen to certain podcasts and the conversation is always surrounded about around the highlights, right? Mm -hmm. And that's always good, the accolades, the accomplishments. Those are the things that are on the forefront that people kind of almost judge us with and utilize how they determine who we are. Uh, but one of the things and one of the conversations that don't really happen often is like, yo, what challenges am I going through? Like what certain things am I having to face while I'm on the pursuit of this journey, while I'm becoming successful, while I'm seeking to, to make this dream become a reality? And, you know, I like to touch those things because people who consume this type of content, they typically use these things as mirrors, right, mm -hmm. into their own life. And when they see a particular person or somebody they look up to, and it just seems like they got everything together all the times, all the accolades, all the highlights, and they reflect that into their life, and maybe they want to do exactly what that person is that they're looking up to, they're like, that's not, I, I don't know how to do that. And they get discouraged or, or, they, or they give up on something, not knowing that whatever you just went through is normal. Or whatever you're going through is okay, but it's the persistence, it's the continuation of still pursuing something despite the challenges, despite what the upsets happen in your life, because we all go through those things, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, so yeah, just to kind of dive a little bit into, you know, Amir Perry, uh, when did you start doing music? Where did this passion come from and how long have you been doing it? Man, I would say the passion came from my mother. Started doing music when I was about maybe eight years old. And it started with piano. Mm. <laughs> she was like, my mother came from playing instruments since she was in high school. She played the clarinet. Then she became a music teacher. She went to school for it, went to Columbia, uh, Columbia College, graduated from there, went to school for it. And so it was just something in the household where it was like, I always wanted to play ball. Basketball was like my thing. Yeah. Um, but mom was always like, if you're going to play basketball, you got to play an instrument as well. Mm. Um, and I started off with piano because that's more so what she wanted me to do wasn't really a fan of it mm -hmm. um so then it went to the drums because it was mm -hmm. like you got to find something i went to the drums and i kind of stuck stuck with the drums for from about the time i was 10 all the way through high school 
because like I said, she was on it. If you're gonna play on the team, <laughs> you gotta play, you gotta play in the band. Right. Um so that was a major thing in life. And at the time I didn't understand it. Now I really appreciate it. Right, right. At the time, it was just like, man, you tripping. Right. I don't want to play instruments. What when am I gonna need that? When am I gonna need that in life? Um, but now obviously it helps me out a lot. I can read music. <laughs> oh, that's dope. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I was actually in the Chicago Children's Symphony Orchestra. Oh, get out of here. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's it was something dope. also, Moms Again, she Fun made fact. me do it. Yeah. Moms and Pops, for real, they made me do it. Um, and I thought I was BSing and wasn't going to make it, <laughs> but I made it anyway. Right. Um, and I was trying my best to get out of it, but it worked for a while. And then finally, I got out. Yeah. You know. Did you ever, have you yet or um, currently, have you utilized those skills, like, in your music, like when you listen to music, do you ever revert or, or reference those music days where you were playing instruments? I think all the time. Anytime I'm creating, anytime I'm making music, because with the drums, one thing you learn is like natural cadences mm -hmm. and stuff. So when it comes to creating the cadences and melodies and the flows that I'm going with, that all goes back to that's a natural thing that I learned right. from playing the drums and just understanding timing, understanding counting bars, all of that kind of stuff just kind of comes from it's natural for me now. So it was easy to pick up on rapping and right. making music writing wise um, because of the fact that I, I had like a classical training of it. Yeah. And so growing up, obviously, you know, you say your parents had a lot to do with um, kind of pushing you into the direction of music or at least making you inclined. Right. Mm -hmm. Having an understanding of that um, during that time as well. Were there any certain were there any particular artists um, alive or, or dead that uh definitely influenced part of who you are you know how like the, there's always those particular artists i feel mm. for musicians or artists now where you would never know like damn like you grew up on that or or that inspired you you know like do you have any like uh uh you know music reference that that's kind of like helped motivate you and inspire kind of like your your music taste yeah for sure i would say one of them is not really like a wow or seriously michael jackson Oh, I was yeah, like MJ. a huge Michael Jackson fan. Yeah. Like huge. I had all the tapes. This is Vici, uh, the VHS. The VHS, tapes. The, ones, the music videos. I had them all. Bro, I had all the what? tapes. I would watch them over and over again as a shorty. The dance moves there's, too? There's, the dance moves? Yeah. Oh, what? There's, what? there's footage out. <laughs> there's footage out of me as a kid doing the Michael Jackson dance. It's moonwalking. All of it with the jacket on, the glove. Yeah. My mom, it's funny. <laughs> Actually, my mom was my music teacher in oh, elementary school. Yeah, so when I was in like sixth grade, I come into music class one day. The class before us is all laughing, calling me Michael Jackson and stuff. And I'm just like, what are y'all talking about? We get to class. My class gets to class. She has the, you remember when we was in elementary school, they would pull out the, the TV. TV. With hey, the, hey, that's that's <laughs> when we knew it was going to be a good day, though. Right, exactly. Not for me <laughs> Not that for day. That it was day. a good day for everybody else. Yo, talk about the tape. Moms brought the tape of me dancing to Michael Jackson to school. That's and hilarious. let everybody see it. Yes. I was upset. That's hilarious, though. So at least you have that documented, though. Yeah. That's cold. It's out there. Don't tell nobody. Oh, they know now. Don't tell nobody. Hey, so they ain't never going to know. <laughs> but yeah, bro, especially, you know, during elementary school, whenever they brought that TV out, that we knew that was going to be an easy day. That was love. Man, bro. Definitely brings back memories. Um, so, Michael Jackson. Um, I'm not that old, by the way. Hey, listen, <laughs> you can have an old soul regardless. Bro. No, I do. I do. But, you know, you hear... You, 
it's funny because nowadays you hear VHS, VCR, and it's just like. Right, that's foreign to some kids. Right, y'all was riding around on dinosaurs and stuff. Right, it's like, like nah, what are you yeah. talking about? Right, I'm right. Like five years older than you. <laughs> right, I was like on the cusp. <laughs> right, <laughs> right yeah. when it was transitioning out the DVDs. Bro, they I, don't even know about that. Right. Oh my god, like that stop. ain't no, that that ain't streaming. You're not streaming. <laughs> let's stop. Let's stop. <laughs> hey, no real talk though. Like you know, that's definitely the thing. Streaming right now. I mean, even in, in the music industry, you know, um, it used to be you know CDs. I remember just buying cds now it's like and then i remember when the, when the mp3 and the ipad the ipod came out mm-hmm. being able to put like a thousand songs plus on one device and just be able to have all of that and like obviously that was the pinnacle moment that now like a, a platform like apple has apple music right you mm-hmm. know title and different things like that so it is crazy you know you can't you can look at music and you can look at you know film and just see the progression of how things are when it comes to being able to distribute content mm-hmm. um and even with that you know let's let's touch you know bases on that with just the ind- industry in itself what are some of the things that you know not now having more experience you know having your music being played on major platforms um being interviewed by you know iconic people um what are some of the things that you've begun to notice that you feel like maybe you didn't know at first or did know and like oh you're like all right this is this is what that is like anything like that Really, mainly just the whole process of everything, man. Like, like you kind of touched on earlier when we first started. Um, a lot of times, all you get to see is it happen. Like, right. all you get to see is us recording this, right? The actual recording, not even us recording it. So nobody got to see the process, the behind the scenes stuff that it took to get this prepared right. to happen. So all of the stuff leading up to it, being prepared for questions, all of that kind of stuff, um, was something new. Right. Because it's like, you just, I can't wait to do this and do that, do these different interviews and do this stuff. But it's like, that doesn't mean anything if you're not actually prepared for it and ready to speak. Mm. Um, So that was the main thing, just the whole process. Like, I'm big on being prepared. I don't like going into things and not really knowing what's coming. Right. Surprises like that. Um, So I like to try to be prepared as as much as I can for the situation. So that was the main thing for me. Yeah, definitely. And even with that, you know, you, you, you hit a particular um, topic of discussion. I think just with that realization, um, I feel like many artists and just people in general should pick up on. And that's what, you know, the process, you know, you, you, you notice the process, you realize that there was a system in place, you realize there were ways to move, ways not to move, right? Uh, you started to get the insight, the wisdom in that particular space. And, you know, you recognize this work, Right. Like it's 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 not no overnight thing. So let's talk about that. Like, what would you say to somebody out there when it comes to music? Like, what type of work ethic are we talking about? What type of persistence are we talking about? Because clearly, you know, you still grind it out. You know, you got a family, you got responsibilities and you have this dream and thing that you're making a reality. Right. Mm -hmm. That requires a certain type of mentality. That's a different type of person. That's a different type of hustle. You know, you got to move with particular ways. You might have some down days. You might not want to do something, but I got to because True. it's going to require me to do this in order to get to where I want to get to. Mm-hmm. So let, let's talk about that. What are some of the things that you've begun to realize within yourself that you're like, yo, I need to tap into this particular thing in order to get to where I want to go? Um, I would say just tightening up everything, like really more so planning things out, mapping them out. Um, and kind of creating goals because now I feel like it's hit the point where 
I could touch anything I want to touch. Yeah. It's just about putting it on paper, figuring out how to get there and getting there. Right. Um, it took me years to get to that point. And that's just working, working, working. Like it was years of just making music, bro. Playing it for my friends. And right. their argument was always, man, when you gonna put something out? You just making music, but you're not doing nothing with it. What's the point of it? And it's like, y'all gotta understand, I'm getting ready. Right. <laughs> like it's practice. Right. You you can't enter the game if you ain't been practicing. You're not ready right. to play. Like I, I grew up an athlete. So I relate a lot of things to sports. Yeah. Um, and it kind of just helps me. I'm used to training working out that kind of stuff uh from when i was playing ball and stuff so i just brought that over to music transitioned it over to music so now i look at it like it's the game when we're doing the shows and stuff it's the game i gotta right. practice gotta practice uh rehearse performing gotta practice even re-recording songs right like i'll re-record songs a couple times when i say a couple i mean a lot right <laughs> but a lot <laughs> like it's, it's, it's never finished until it's finished right um so just getting used to that whole pro process of you always doing something, you always working. There's always more to get done. Right. I feel like that's where I'm at now, and that's kind of what drives me crazy. Is we do something, and I can't just sit and say, "Yeah, we did it." It's like, what's next now? Right. It's not enough. We still not where we need to be at. And now I'm starting to realize it may never be enough. Right. But we gonna keep pushing to see how far we can take it. So 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 what's what's your drive like? Cause you know, to some people, like that could seem like, damn, my man's is like not balanced. Like he'll never reach a pinnacle. Mm -hmm. um, but but I'm picking up what you're putting down. You know, like mm -hmm. you you've recognized, like yo, if you want to sit where the greats sit, you mm -hmm. gotta do what the greats do, right? You can't be mediocre. Exactly. Right? A mediocre person is gonna just do enough, mm -hmm. right? Somebody who wants to excel and do even more, they're gonna do 120 percent. You know they're gonna they're gonna continue to push themselves. They're gonna look in the mirror and say, "All right, now nah, let's continue. Let's continue." What what is your motivation in that? I think that's a key factor in why we even continue to do what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. I would say my motivation is it's something that a lot of people couldn't even imagine. <laughs> like I'm pushing for something that it would sound crazy to say to a lot of people. Like let's hear it. to be the best, right? to be the best ever. When people say my name, I want them to say, he did that better than anybody. Right. And with that comes, you gotta put the work in. You have to be crazy about this. Like people gotta be like, nah, he's a madman. Like that's all he's thinking about. Right. Music, music, music. And that's like, it comes from family. It comes from my father passed away. Um, it'll be two years, November 13th. Um, and he was like, the biggest supporter I had when it came to music, mm -hmm. the biggest. He was first manager, first investor, first everything. The person that would be calling me, hey, kid, what you doing? Mm -hmm. Hey, kid, what you working on? And it was a sudden thing when he passed away. Um, and at the time, I was kind of taking a break from music, per se. Yeah. Uh, just had my daughter recently around that time. She was about to turn one in December, um, but just getting used to being a father yeah and then pops passed away and it was just like i have to do it now yeah like it's now or never this man was pushing me the whole time he would be calling me even when i wasn't doing it hey kid what you doing when you gonna start back working on something yeah your time coming you just gotta you gotta get back to work so when that happened it was really just like i have to go do it yeah it's now or never 
Yeah. Man, that's real quickly, man. Shout out to all the good dads out there uh, that's really pushing their children and and just being being a motivation, you know, uh, believing in the dreams, man. Shout out to your pops, you know. And, you know, when I hear that, for me, I'm like, that's a clear indicator that that's a big motivation. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, here's a, here's a reality. It's like no matter what we want to do in life, it's not going to be easy. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Exactly. Right? But there are certain things in our life that happens. There are certain moments that creates something within inside of us mm-hmm. that we attach ourselves to, that now we utilize that as fuel, you know? And just even how you spoke about Pops, you know what I mean? Like hearing what you said prior makes 100% sense. Yeah. Hey, okay, what you doing, right? Because you need to be doing something. You know what I'm saying? And so having that drive and that determination um, with intent, the way that you're doing it now and, and, and the reasons why you're doing it, the possibilities are endless, you know, because, you know, 99% of the times, the reasons why we don't get what we want or go where we want to go is simply because we're not willing to put in the work. We're not willing to put in the effort. We're not willing to challenge ourselves. We want to stay comfortable, right? Those comforts become crutches, you know, and and having something to fall back on or even to be the thing we're rooted in, such as, yo, I'm doing this because my biggest believer mm-hmm. is looking at me do this. You know, like that's a whole different motivation. That's that's pulling from a space and a place that you can't fail. You if if you plan if you plan to succeed, you don't need to plan B. Like that's just like the mentality, right? It's, it's like it it's got to happen. There is no plan B. Right. There is none. Right. This is what it is. Right. This is this is what we're gonna do. It's like if you prepared, if you if you've been working, you've been working your your tail off, prepared, then when the time comes, you're gonna be ready. I feel like everybody gets the opportunity at some point. hundred percent. The question is, are you ready for the opportunity or not? Mm. What are you gonna do with the opportunity when it comes? Right. And that's 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 my main thing now, like earlier, preparation. Because any opportunity that comes my way, let's do it. It's never going to be a situation where it's like, ah, uh, I don't know about that. Right. I don't want my manager to feel like somebody calls because they calling. Uh, not not yet. He's not ready for that yet. It's always going to be, right. yeah. I don't even have to call him and ask him. Yeah, we right. ready. You know what I mean? So I pride myself on that. Um, pride my team. My Shout team, out to right the team. team. Shout out to the team because – we working. Right. <laughs> They'll tell you I got them working. So Right. Hey, you, you know, know, like they say, if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. That's real. And, and one of the things that I've always lived on, and it taught me patience, right, is preparation time is never a waste of time. You know what I'm saying? Like I like that. Yeah, yeah. like it's one thing that just stuck with me. I'm, You know, because it, it's easy to just be like, damn, yo, I've been, I've been doing this. I've been doing this. I've been doing this. I've been showing up. I've been showing up. Where, where's my time? What's going on? Like, is this me yet? Like, what am I not doing? What should I do? How did this person who barely did X, Y, and Z get to this particular pinnacle or this particular spot? It's like, yo, like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And, and to understand that your time will come is a level of peace that you can't buy. And also, it puts you in a place to recognize, like, yo, I won't give up simply because I know my value. I understand how good I am. I understand what I can bring. Mm-hmm. And just and that comes with a, a level of self-awareness, right? When you are self-aware, it's like you may not know everything. You may have your doubts, but despite the doubts, you're like, yo, we're going to make this happen. Mm-hmm. That's what allows you to look me in the eyes and say, 
when people say my name, I want this to ring. I want this to sound like this. You know, and when they when when I, when they talk about this, I want to be in that conversation because I was willing to sacrifice. I was willing to work. I was willing to push myself beyond what anybody was willing to do. Like they say, successful people do what unsuccessful people aren't willing to do. And that's a majority. A majority of people aren't willing to grind. Mm-hmm. A majority of people will be like, yo, I'm a dad. I'm a dad now. I can't do this no more. Mm-hmm. So they throw the dream under the table and they call it a day. You know, like having the mindset that you have is having a mindset that understands there's no giving up. I may have to maneuver. I may have to adjust and adapt, but that's innovation. That's real. That, that's how brands continue to succeed. Like even me with what I do, like, you know, I'm in a space where I'm dealing with clients all over. You know what I mean? We got clients in China. We got clients in New York, like different places, different time zones with different requests and demands. And as soon as another company comes in and infiltrates with something that I wasn't willing to keep my ear to the ground on or continue to innovate and try something, boom, that's a, that's a client gone. You know, and and that comes with the same understanding that you're saying is like, no matter what, it has to happen. Mm-hmm. I have aspirations like that too. Like when people talk about one of the, the greatest brand and media agencies ever, I want them to talk about us, my team. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's it's surrounded with that same perspective, and so yeah, man. Uh, just just that whole that whole nuance, like it's. It's something that people don't really discuss. And I think that with music, that's a part that's so blinded is everybody's like, yo, let me just make a track that John's going to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a major, a major thing in it is you have to move with a sense of urgency, but be patient at the same time. Facts. Um, And I say that because you have to always be working. You have to be ready. Like I got music ready. I got hundred some songs done in the past year, year working, and a half. Yeah. Working. Yeah, we working. Yeah. But at the same time, people have only heard one song so far. Yeah. Um, and I think that what happens is now with streaming and all of these different platforms to release music, everybody feels that all I got to do is just keep dropping music. Something's gonna hit. Something's gonna hit. And it's like. Why do that when I could actually plan something out, actually have a target market that I know that I'm trying to reach, Mm. figure out how I can make this song hit that target market or this project reach that target market and take them down like that. Facts. And for everybody who's hearing that, that's a gem. I'm telling you, like... That's a nugget. It's it's strategy. It's metrics. it's, It's really being able to say, look... We know where we're hitting. We know who we're hitting. We know exactly what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Even if it's we kind of know versus, you know, I'm just going to continue to throw something at the wall until it sticks. Yep. That might work for some people, right? Yeah, every once in a while, it'll hit. Right. But what I'll say is, what's the longevity in that? Because mm. if one hits, but you don't really know what you did right. to make that hit, or you don't even know why it hit. You don't even know what who you were targeting to make it hit. Right. How can you do it again? Right. It's tough. Right. Business one on one. It's real. Yeah. So you gotta be prepared. You have to it it comes down to that's the dirty work. I like to call that the dirty work. Yeah. 
researching, man. Like, this is school. It's school for me. I'm always a student of the game. I'm always learning from everybody. I'm always listening. Even when people think I'm not, I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm taking it in. I'm taking in what I feel like I need to take in. Right. And everything else is cool. I'm still going to let you talk and listen to you. Because it's something in there. There's always a gem. Somebody always yeah. has a gem. Even if they don't know what they're talking about, you can take something from what they're saying. Right. Um, so I just try to have that mindset. Always a student of the game. 100%. Nah, and, th- and that's an important thing. And, and that's why you're you're able to recognize what's going on. And like you, you hit a point that I wanted to address. You're like, yo, you got to continue to do things and move but still be patient. Mm-hmm. And what I tell a lot of people, I'm like, listen... I'm aggressively patient. Like that's how I like to sum it up. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 moving. I'm not standing still waiting for something. I hope something happens. That ain't being patient. That's being delusional. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's being having a misconception of what patience is. Patience is basically that eventually it will happen. Mm-hmm. It don't mean stop doing what you're doing. Mm-mm. It means, yo, I'm gonna need you to do this today, tomorrow, next week. Monday, two years, three years, four years, because your eventually is going to happen. Exactly. And like the perfect like analogy, something somebody told me, um, it's like this, you know, you have a group of people and here you got this tall building, 80 floors. Elevator doesn't work on the first floor. Mm-hmm. You got to take the stairs, right? Each step is a step closer to the 80th floor, the place that we're all trying to get to. And every once in a while, somebody gets an elevator experience. On the fifth floor might be an elevator that's going to take you to the 10th floor. But you have to walk to the fifth floor. Mm-hmm. And you might see somebody get the elevator experience on the third floor. And you're like, damn, what about, I got to oh, walk these steps, man. Buddy just went from the third floor to the 13th, like, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's us recognizing that it requires that effort and realization within ourselves to take each step. And if we're patient and aggressively patient, eventually we might get an elevator on the 15th floor that takes us to the 70th floor. Mm-hmm. But if I continue to compare myself to Buddy who got it on the third floor, I ain't never gonna make it. And that right there, bro, shift my paradigm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh... I, and it allowed me to understand people more and respect people more and not judge people as much mm-hmm. and, and be less judgmental on myself because I'm not comparing myself to homie over there. I know that I got to continue to walk these stairs because Buddy may have got it on the third floor and got to 13 and I'm on the fourth floor. But if I stop walking, what if that fifth floor got an elevator for me? That's about mm-hmm. to take me there. And that's all about what we're doing that's That's all about what you're doing in music you know like being able to really just take that to the next place that next level is going to require a mirror to all right second floor third floor fourth floor damn fourth floor i'm like ah we gotta walk these stairs like this is crazy right and with that you know i I, that made that i have a question in my mind and i guess i kind of know the answer but in those weak moments right Mm -hmm. you're an artist man artist we make music through imagination, through emotion. We find our space. You know, sometimes we might write something that has nothing to do with whatever we've always wrote about, exactly. right? Where do you pull from when you're writing music? 
what, what, what space do you fill yourself into? Is it a variety? Like, like when do you figure out like, all right, this moment I got to write. Cause I'm assuming and correct me if I'm wrong. Like writing is something that even if you didn't put it down on a track, you probably still do. Of course. Of course. Um, it, that's a tough one just because it's, it's all over the place. It's sporadic. Right. Um, I can be anywhere and think of something in my head and I may jot it down or I may remember it. If it's hard enough, I'm going to remember it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I don't have to jot it down. Right. Um, now having the luxury of having somewhere to record, we invested in all the equipment ourselves. So invested um, in himself. Yeah. We invested in all the equipment ourselves Right. to um, just make it to the point where I could really lock in and we could really just create and not have to worry about uh, when can we get in the studio, call this person, call that person. It was like, I'm going to take this into my own hands. Um, so now I I would say I don't, I'll write just to stay on point, but now it's more so when we get in the studio, we coming up with something. I'm coming up with something in the studio. Um, but it's taking years to get there. Right. Uh, but before that, it, was, it came from everywhere, man. I, I feel like I'm... I'm in every lane that's possible. <laughs> and it's tough because when you're branding yourself, it doesn't necessarily work like that. Um, but sometimes I just got to get it out. Right. Like, you're testing got, your waters. Right. Expanding got, your creativity. I have pop stuff. I have all kind of R&B stuff. That's cold. I got my rap stuff. You see? Everybody's heard. I can hold a note. A little note that situation. Comes, that comes with the classical training and, you know, yeah. mom, mom's made me take some So, so, so are we going to hear a little bit of that? No, man? sir. No. <laughs> no, sir. Maybe one day. Maybe <gasps> one, one day. day you'll get an R&B album from... From Perry, but but I mean, right now. I mean, you gonna let me hear something though, bro? I got you. Bro. All right, say it last. You. Hey, you guys heard it here. He said he's gonna let me hear something. <laughs> hey, this this on camera, I got bro. You. I got you. And I'm gonna make sure. sure we start the whole video off with just that. Hey, bro, I'm gonna let you hear a little singing from me. <laughs> but yeah, so okay, so you 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 find many spaces, which means you allow life to influence you. Mm -hmm. You allow life to influence your time. You know, and you write that down. What would you say right now? And it might be many, but is there a particular song that, whether it's out or not, that you're like, yo, this was the moment I was here and I went here. Like, you're like, damn. You know, you ever recognize, like, the progress, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know, like, what song that was? Or or maybe it's not a song, but a moment. Have you had that yet? Um, I would say Michael Jackson, Bad Album. That album in general is just classic to me, um, and but like a song that you wrote. Oh, one of my songs. Yeah, I thought she was talking yeah. about like something. Nah, that I like, heard like something within me. yourself where you're like, oh damn, I wrote that. Like that's cold. Yeah, I got a song. I can't say what it's called. Though. Yeah, but but you got that though. It, it's, it's it's it'll come at some point maybe. So so when, when was that? Like like how far along? Like all right, you got a hundred songs plus, right? Like. I just want to get like create an idea for just people to recognize, like especially people who think that they're super dope and cold right now. And song one is that versus song sixty might be the one where it's like, mm -hmm. that's my sound, right? Because like as as an artist and as somebody who's creating, you you're figuring out where you sit. Mm -hmm. You're figuring out what table you're at that serves the food you like, right? For example. And then, like, you know, certain artists are like, oh, that's, when I hear this, that's that artist. Like, mm -hmm. I know when a Nas album or, or song is on. Mm -hmm. I know when a whole song is on. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I know when Ye is talking. Like, they've developed them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you feel like, obviously, that that's a continuous journey, yeah, right? Sure. Um, but what would you say, like, has it been recent? Like, so the the song I'm talking about is mm-hmm. the song. Um, and this song made it, I want to say, 2016, maybe it was. Um, this is when me and my producer, DJ Ready, first started working together. Shout out to DJ Ready. Shout out Ready. Now, I'd known him for years before that. Been trying to work with him. Like, man, you going to work with me? He's like, nah. <laughs> Nah, he said, no. Nah. Because nah. at the time, I was still hooping, and he's like, you're a hooper. Stick and that's how we bro. connected, by the way. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Ready, ready set all of that up. But we finally had the opportunity. Somebody else that he knew who did, he didn't even know, another producer who he didn't even know knew me. Shout out to my boy, Bud Beasy. Hey. Um, they were working on something, trying to put something together. And he was like, who do you want to work with? And Bud was like, it's this artist I've been following, Amir, Amir Perry. And I want to bring him in so you can meet him. And he's like, what? That's crazy. You talking about the Hooper? I know him. And he like, nah, bro. He ain't no Hooper. He he's he a rapper. He full on. Right. So they brought me in. We we been we had been working every day, every night. And I would say maybe three weeks into working, we made this one record. And it was just like, this is a new sound. So it wasn't even, I don't want to say that's my sound, because like you said, it's a work in progress. It's it's right. gonna change. If right. you listen to Yay. Ye's first album sounds nothing like his last album, his right. newest album. Because as an artist, you have to grow. You evolve. It's like people want to hear, they miss the old Kanye, all of that stuff. But a lot of these sounds that you're hearing now from different artists wouldn't be around if it wasn't for what he did. Facts. And being the sacrificial lamb and trying something new. Mm-hmm. But when I hit that point with that song, that's when I knew I'm doing my own thing now. Right. I'm not, I don't have to listen to somebody else for inspiration. To mm. get to the record, mm. we've created a sound that's for me. That's and now powerful. I can keep doing it. Now we just keep working, and we can keep doing it. Yeah. But I figured it out. But that comes with the practice. That's not just playing around making a song. Bro. Right. It's just like, oh shit, what did I do? Yeah. Can we curse on here? Yeah. Oh okay. I've been trying not <laughs> well, to cuss. Well, well, but well listen. I I've mean, been trying not here, to. Here, man. Here, here, here's my disclaimer. Okay. You can cuss. I probably won't cuss as much, but I might say a little bit of that, a little bit of this. This versus somebody who that's their vernacular. No, for sure. Is every single sentence is got a cuss word. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, like who not, know, who knows where this might end up at though. Right. You know, so right. That, and whose I, ears I try might to touch. keep that in mind, baby. 100%. We gotta keep that in mind. Like, yeah. That's a part of we are the brand, right? right? That's a part of branding yourself. But what, would you what would, opportunities will you miss out on? Because mm. you gotta cuss every But would you really cuss though if if, if you didn't consider that? If I didn't consider yeah. it, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm just messing with you, bro. <laughs> nah, cussing is fine, man. There's a there's a balance to everything, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but yeah, man, just touching bases on that. I appreciate you just kind of sharing that process. You know, uh, I think that's something that goes unseen, mm-hmm. especially for up and coming artists or people who just want to even step in that lane. It requires the willingness, one to humble yourself because what you got right now may not be the move Mm -hmm. and that's okay because you might be evolving into that person you got to fail forward you know and that's all right you fail forward you got to fail forward or like les brown says he goes he goes if i fall i'm gonna fall on my back because when i fall on my back i can look up you know what i mean like 
the challenge is the fun part. Mm-hmm. That's that's the fun part. That's that's the thing where I'm like, I can't do this. That's as a, as an athlete. That's the fun part. Mm-hmm. The challenge is, I'm gonna beat this team. The challenge is, can I go ten for ten? The challenge is, it's a challenge, and that's what creates the ability to stay focused and want something that you feel that in the in the natural sense may not be obtainable, just by handover. It's like no, I gotta get this. I I gotta grab this. I gotta touch this, and by all means necessary, you know. And I think that a lot of people fold under pressure. You know, they they feel like it's supposed to look like something, and that's why that's why I'm having these conversations mm-hmm. because this is what it really looks like. Yep. Amir Perry is gonna you gonna get a juking, bro. That's just off rip. It's gonna happen, and it's happening. It's but it's. Ha- in order for now to have happened, everything had had to have happened before now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Real. saying? Like, like and everything like, that's still happening, right? The stuff that we're doing in the studio, the stuff that we're doing, going out to these different places, meeting these different people, the stuff that people not seeing, right? That's that's what I call a practice. Yeah, like you don't see Kevin Durant in the gym shooting a thousand shots. You don't see him. I can't leave till I make a thousand shots. Right. That's what makes it in the game going 50% easy. Right. Because you didn't see him messing up in practice. Right. That's where you do all your fumbling and messing up and all of that stuff. So when you get in the game, it's supposed to look easy. Right. It's supposed to look like Effortless. it's a layup. Right. That's what, I, that's what I like to say. It's a layup. It's a layup. It's easy. So, you know, it, it just comes with the practice, man. You got to practice. Right. You got to. Definitely, man. So, obviously, practice is key. Um and that's just recognizing that it's going to take effort, you know, something that a lot of people don't want to put in, you know. Um, so with the music, right, you know, obviously you got some stuff coming out. You know, you've done some things. You've had some shows. And how I like to say it is this is the smallest we're going to see Amir. Like this is the lowest level we'll see you because it's up from here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's nonstop. And uh, shout out to John, you know, your manager, you know, you know, equity music, <laughs> you know, equity music in the building. Um, had to do that shout out, John. Yes, sir. In the background, making sure I ain't asking them crazy questions. Oh, we was getting you there. Know what I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was coming regardless. Hey, hey, the questions were coming, John. <laughs> <laughs> it was coming regardless. But I, I, with that being said, how important is having the right people around you? Man, it's the the, the most important thing. Um, I feel like. The music side, the art side, this isn't new. I didn't just magically make a good song or a couple of good songs. Right. And then stuff started happening. That didn't start happening until I started putting the right people around me. Mm. The Johns, Equity Music, the Reddies, Ready Music Group. That's when things started getting to the next level. But that's something from being a student of the game and really watching these different guys and watching interviews, studying them and hearing them talk about the other guys involved. That's like, man, this person is a big piece to what I do. Hmm. Why is that? Right. What is this person doing? I need that kind of person with me. You know what I mean? Um, So John is a huge piece, man. he's, He's the one making this thing roll now. I'm making the music, he making the calls, right. making the plays. Um, so it's very important to answer your question. Right. And and how, how I like to say it to people is, shout out to my man Don. 
back in the day he told me this and it stuck with me so now i'm just you know giving those gems to people too but we don't need everybody we need the right bodies you know what i'm saying like you get people who get so caught up and they just want everybody to like them they just want every it's that's that's not that's unrealistic mm-hmm. you don't need everybody you need the right bodies because with the right bodies you're going far and you look at any major artist that has longevity that exists beyond the moment mm-hmm. their team is solid that's major bro it's huge that that even with me like you know a team is essential because it's also hard to find the right team mm-hmm. find the right people finding people who can see the vision right they can attach themselves to a vision because it's vision that's going to get you to where you got to go that's the biggest part right there is finding people that believe in the vision and sometimes all it takes is that one person right sometimes that one or two people is all it takes to get other people to see it like damn you got this person to see what you're doing what you doing over here right what y'all really got going on now you know what i mean um and i think that's kind of what happened that's kind of what happened uh it started first piece was ready ready's done a lot in the music industry already um already and then the big piece was John, mm-hmm. like just with the figure that he is in his industry. Right. You know what I mean? In his scene, it was a big piece because people were just like, man, you could have did this a long time ago. Talking about John. Right. What's making you rock with this artist? What's making you back this artist and co-sign this artist and really get behind him and push him? Um, so I think that that was a big piece to it. Yeah. It, it, it comes with these people's track records and these people's resumes as well and that's something that i have to carry now right you know what i mean it's not just about me exactly it's about this person's resume and moving that forward it's about this person's resume i can't be the bum <laughs> right when i got somebody like john backing me you know what i mean i can't make him look bad i can't right. make ready look bad so it's one of those things where that's motivation in itself as well mm. we got to keep going we got to keep working Right. And I, I feel that it's the same way with them because they see how I'm working and I see how they working and we push each other. Right. John will call me sometimes at midnight, one in the morning, like, hey, bro, we got to step it up more. We got to do more. Right. Sometimes I'm calling him like, hey, or texting him, sending him different stuff like, hey, we need to do this. We need to do that. And sometimes yeah. he's just like, slow down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's like, I'm on it. You know what I mean? But that's the kind of team you need. You need a team where it's all we always in communication. We, right. talk, we talk every day um putting this together every day because like you said before it it doesn't happen overnight right this is this people gonna feel the work yeah people gonna feel the work they're gonna feel the work you don't have to because it's gonna be seen you ain't gotta say much that's it that that, that's one of those things that it's what you do behind closed doors Mm -hmm. that's practice yep the practice right that's essential man no definitely bro um We've been talking gems this entire time. I mean, we're already 45 minutes in. Are we? Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. But, you know. By the way, this is my first podcast. Shout out to the first time podcaster. First time. Yes, sir. Hey, and to anybody out there, like, this podcast, obviously, we did in October. Our podcast for We Are The Brand launches in November. But that same tenacity that you're speaking about. Mm-hmm is the same tenacity we're moving on and everything you're saying it just resonates with me you know what i'm saying because it's like i'm in that exact moment like and we're no, in this real. moment together and so like but I, you know that you know that we talk 
like once a week at least. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's always those motivational talks. Yeah. It's always you pushing me, me pushing you. What you got going on, bro? Right. What you working on? What you working on? Right. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> you said, I did this, 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 and that. I can't be the one that's like, oh, shit, I ain't do nothing. <laughs> right. So it's always, we always going to push each other. And if you're not around people that's pushing you, then you need to reconsider your circle. Mm. Facts. Like they say, hang around four bums, you're going to be the fifth one. You already the fifth one. Right. Yeah. By default. You already the fifth one. That's facts, man. And so, you know, as far as like even on that motivational side of things, who are some current artists that you're like, yo, that's somebody I want to work with? Like that's happening right now. Um It's really one of those vibe things, bro. These are, I would have to like meet these people and get with them to see what the connection is on the music side. I respect that. Because I take it seriously. Right. It's not one of those things. I'm not the artist where it's just like, yo, I'm going to send you something and jump on it. Right. Like, I want to make the best thing that we can possibly make. Um, so at this point, of course, the Yays, Jay Z, those kind of guys. The goats, the, the goats. Those, those are the people that inspire me. Right. To where it's like, of course they're busy people. So <laughs> if they were, if somebody hit me and like, hey, Jay want to do a record, send it over. I'm not gonna say, nah, he got to get with me. Right. <laughs> I'll send that over. You know what I mean? ASAP. But those are those are the motivational figures that I look at, that I study the brands because those are brands. Right. Those are the people who put a lot of work in their brands. Those are the people who we've gotten a chance to see fall and then get back up. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what it's really about. Right. Like Ho said. You know, you, you heard people say it's easy to get there, but staying there is the hard part. Facts. It's easy to get it. It's the hard part. 100%. It's like that. That's what. That's what's interesting to me. What are these people doing to stay around right. as long as they've been around, especially with social media now? And these are people who came kind of before that time right but they found a way to adjust mm. and and move with the times and stay relevant without losing who they are though um so those are kind of the things that push me or the people artists per se right that motivate me and then of course like stevie wonder mm. that's one of the goats facts like huge stevie wonder fan so yeah. is it because he plays the keys no, not necessarily, because he's an amazing songwriter and just amazing in, songwriter. in general when it comes to composer in general. Yeah. It's all of those things in one. He's just like a musical genius. See, that's one artist so, that I would have I would have not thought that inspired you. Favorite album, Songs in the Key of Life. Mm. I felt like you was about to ask that next just to make sure that I was on point. Oh, oh. this man know the future. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, obviously, you know, Having, you know, motivation and work with particular people, it's obviously the great. And that's merely a reflection of, you know, who you know you are inside, which obviously is essential. Um, when it comes to, like, some new stuff that people can expect, some things that you're working on, what's that looking like? Um, working on a single slide, coming soon. Uh, getting it ready. It's coming soon. You know, we've been, we've been in tune about it. Yeah. Um, we're doing a lot of work together, by the way, everybody. Um, slides coming and then working on the full album like the album is pretty much done but we're still making records right so the thing is putting lining everything up figuring out how we're gonna release and all of that kind of stuff but definitely have enough records that we've made for 
an album to do an album. Right. The problem is I keep working, bro. Like, I keep making new stuff. And then what happens is I make something new, and then we go into a whole other sound. Mm. And then it's just like, man, this is so hard. I just did five songs with this sound. We should just do this instead. Right. But it's like, nah, I just got to stay focused on this. But that's with the patient stuff because it's like, that could be another sound for two years from now right. or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's staying ahead of time as well. I, I mean, a lot, of, of the a, a lot of songs that made waves were created years before they yeah. even came out. Yeah. Like, that's actually a common thing. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, keep continuing to make whatever you feel. Make those songs because... You never know in two years it's probably what's hot and that's why like i tell people all the time and i don't want to get too um controversial when it comes to uh, uh artists or anything like that but um you know the whole drake and yay thing is i feel like kanye makes the trends mm. and he's always ahead of his time like i feel like even like on donda there's certain sounds and certain things that he pulled from mm-hmm. that resonated with him that's going to be hot in like two years in like three years it's always been like that like if you look at all his albums they're different each one's an experience Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and then i think that you know drake adapts to the trends really well Mm -hmm. and he's consistent you know you hear a drake album like yeah that's drake album and it slap it go hard Mm -hmm. like there's no doubt about it it ain't ain't a a a diss or anything like that his music is crazy but they're just two different spectrums of different things and uncomparable, but yet successful in what they do and how they operate. You See, know what I'm that's saying? That's being a student. Right. That's being. That's what I'm talking about, being a student of the game, studying that, because there's no one way to do it. Yep. There's no one way to get on, stay on. Everybody had, you have to find your lane and what works for you. That doesn't, there's no right or wrong way. You know what I mean? There's some wrong ways. I'm right. Lying. There's some wrong ways. But there's core but principles. There's no, exactly. Right. There's core principles that you follow, but you have to tailor it to you right. and what's going to work for you. And these are two people that are both great at what they do, and they're killing it in both worlds. You know what I mean? Like, you can't take nothing away from either of them. Right. But they do have their own lanes, like you're saying, like you just described. So that's a that's a big piece to it. Shout out to my alarm. I think it's made, like, three podcast appearances. <laughs> what that mean? We went overtime or something? No, nah, that that's mean? just an alarm that I have go off at this particular time that I never shut off every time I'm doing podcasts in the ah, evening. Ah, okay. Yeah, no, nah, we didn't go over a particular time, but... That's funny. I got this watch at home that beeps. It's like at 8.17. It's a weird time, too. Uh-huh. And it, just, it starts beeping, and it beeps for a minute. 8.17? Seven plus one is eight. And I've never stopped it. I've never stopped it. You, you're a glass half full kind of guy. Hey, man. I can tell from that response right there. <laughs> the glass half full, which means we living. Nah, that's real. That's real. But it's funny because it, it it goes off every night, and it's always a surprise. It's like, damn, that fucking watch going off again. And it'd be in the middle of like putting a baby to sleep or something like that. Right. And it's just like, that fucking watch. That watch. That A seventeen. I watch. need to stop that thing, but I just never do. Yeah, I think that I think that's a uh, similar to my situation. Um, and you know, you address you know the A seventeen while putting your baby to sleep. Um, how how is that? How is it being you know responsible for a whole other life and having a child while building something like this? Man, it's crazy, bro. Just because. 
that balance. You have to find balance. And that's where the planning comes into play. Like, that's why now versus when I was a little bit younger, I didn't want stuff planned. It was just like, that's too much work. Yeah. I don't want to sit down and have to write out a schedule for the week or what's going to happen for the week. But now with a child, it's easier. It makes life easier if you just plan ahead. If I know ahead of time, got studio this day, got this this day, you got to be here for a show this day. Right. And I have this time dedicated to her. Um, and she's crazy, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's fun, but she, she's, she's definitely a character. What's her name? Elliot. We uh, call her L, but her yeah. name is Elliot. Elliot Lee Weeks. So, I mean, even with that, it's like a routine. Six, Warren Buffett said it like that. Success is found in your routine. Mm-hmm. Having a routine is hot. It's Think of it like this. When you have a routine, you have something to measure against. Mm-hmm. If I have a particular routine and I do X, Y, and Z for 90 days, mm-hmm. I could look back at the consistency over those 90 days and look at the progression and look at what happened, what didn't happen. And then I can adjust. X things out, cross things off right. the board. Adjust certain things, for sure. And also with that is just the support system in general. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of times where I got to be gone at night. You know what I mean? So having that support system there as well in order really does help with being able to get it done because without it, right. none of this would be happening. You know what I mean? We wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now because, of course, that comes first. Right. You know, and that's the thing that – that was the, the scariest part of having a, a kid. It was just understanding that now this person comes before anything else. You got to make sure they good before you good. Right. And – you know, doing music as an artist, a lot of times stuff is based around you and being self-centered. Right. Um, so it was definitely an adjustment, but a good adjustment. Right. I think it, it's, it's helped in a lot of different ways. Is there, is there a certain level of understanding of life that you gain from having yeah. a child? Yeah, for sure. Um, you just, you, you think about things more thoroughly, I would say, and just because now it's, I got to get home to her. Right. It's like, whereas even little things such as being in traffic and somebody cut you off or something and your your reaction to that, it's just like now I got to get home to her. Right. So I'm probably not going to give you the same reaction, hunking all loud and cussing you out and jumping out of the car and all that kind of crazy stuff that maybe one day in the past I might have done. I'm not saying I have or anything <laughs> it, it, like that, it, it kinda but st- I might have done it one day, but I'm saying now you won't catch me doing anything like that. Right. You won't I catch you doing anything like that because yeah. you've done it before. I got you know a family to get home to. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got people that's dependent on me. Right. And, um, and so it really does help you put things into perspective and help you grow right as a person and you even all those things that you mentioned i think are so vital and important in general like to anybody and everybody out there like that same experience you gained mm-hmm. from having a child if people would just recognize that even before something like that man life be a lot of people that's still alive right a lot of people that's not locked up right um that's a it's a big lesson and sometimes it takes either falling on your ass to learn it um or a child stuff like that right. different this is a bunch of different life change life altering things somebody passing away 
Because right. that was another big thing that was just like, man. And I, I'll say that on the along the lines of just with going for it with the career thing. It's just like you don't know how long you got. Right. So I can't sit here like, man, I'll just do it tomorrow. I'll just do it tomorrow. Mm. Like I saw that with Pops. Right. I thought we was going to talk tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like keeping all of that in mind. Mm. Those type of things push me when it comes to the music and and building that brand and building that for my family and for right. myself as well. Um, you don't have tomorrow. You don't know if you have tomorrow outside. Right. You know what I mean? Like you got to live that way. and You got to work that way. Like when I go, I'm going to know I put all into it. Right. Everybody going to know, like, nah, he, he worked his ass off to get there. It ain't going to be a situation where it's just like, man, he had so much potential that he wasn't even using. Right. It's going to be like, nah, bro, put everything into that. You know, what you said is that changed my life in, in, in general, is recognizing that tomorrow ain't promised to me. Mm-hmm. That's actually my motive. That's, that's one of my motivations. That's one of the things that motivates me. And I tell that to people sometimes they don't want to hear it. They're like, no, I don't want. I don't even want to think about it. It's it's not a fear. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have to be a fear. Let let that be something to drive you. Exactly. You don't you don't know if you have tomorrow. So today, yo, do your best. Today, give it your all. Try a little harder. You know, like and and by all means, yeah, you probably live another thirty years, twenty years. But imagine if you worked as if today was that last. Man, your life would be so much further and so much different. And your, and your relationships would be so much more authentic. Mm-hmm. And what you say would be so much more impactful. Exactly. You know what I mean? But, yeah, man. So so tell me, like, like what can we expect next, you know, with, with in the next, like, six months? Next six months, you can expect a project dropping from Amir Perry. Uh-oh. You can expect more singles. More, more singles. You and can another expect, one. And another one. <laughs> Shout out to Khaled. Khaled. Um, you can expect... We working on a web series now, um, putting it together. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of stuff. I got the brand Weeks. Two Weeks is actually the name of the brand. Shout you it see, out. I'm, I'm rocking the brand. There it goes. I'm rocking the brand now here. Um, I also got the equity on. I can't take the hat off, but maybe I could turn this way. I mean, if you want to. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I could, but, you know, the equity on. Okay. There we go. One time for the one time. Music, just so everybody can see that it's, in the building. It's right there. They yeah, see you right got it. You see, I rep my brands, man. You yeah. see me out half the time I got on my brands. Um, and we still fly. Stay blessed. We still some of the freshest guys in the game. So, mm. you know what I mean? Shout out to the team as well. Um, and that's it, man. We got a lot of stuff we're working on. We're yeah. putting it all together. It's about execution. I don't really want to talk about it. Right. I'd rather y'all see it. I respect and, that. And, and feel it right. when it's time. 100%. Because we executing. Say less. Execution execute. is worship. That's real. That's what it is. Well, hey, man, I, I appreciate you jumping on the podcast, man. Uh, I feel like I'm glad we had this conversation, especially recording it. And I know for a fact, bro, like whoever watches it, there's going to be somebody out there that's going to be able to resonate and connect with everything that you said. And it's going to change their life. And like, that's what this is about. Life's about who you can impact. Right. Like they said. It's not about all the people you know now, but how many people are going to show up at the funeral? Went the funeral That's real. Right? Like, who's going to show up? That's how big of an impact you had on the world that you live in. Mm-hmm. Your world. Yep. You know? So, yeah, man. Any, any last words or anything that you want to say that maybe we, didn't even, we haven't addressed yet or anything like that? No, man. I just want to say I appreciate you having me on here, bro. 
Like I seen the work you've been putting in. You've been going crazy. I remember you telling me about it before you even started, and then it was like the next day. <laughs> oh, he filming. I'm seeing it on Instagram. Like, damn, bro, filming this shit already. Yeah, Whoa. I appreciate that. You know man. what I mean? So when I got the call, it was like, of course. I appreciate I'm there. that, bro. Let's do it. So I appreciate you having me, bro. Much blessings. Keep working. We got a lot of work to put in together. Let's do it. Absolutely. And uh, real quickly, just tell this camera right here, man, where they can find you, where they can connect with you, your, your handles, all of that. Yeah, so you can find me at Amir Perry, A-M-I-I-R-P-E-R-R-Y, on all music platforms, on all social media platforms. You can find me there everywhere. Amir Perry, A-M-I-I-R-P-E-R-R-Y, two eyes, not one. Mm. You guys heard it. Um, I hope that you guys were able to pick something up from this podcast. Amir Perry, I appreciate you for getting on the show. Um, everybody out there, listen, if you've not subscribed to the YouTube channel, it's not that hard. Just go ahead and subscribe. We're on all podcast streaming platforms. Anywhere hit the button. Hit the button. <laughs> but you gonna have a little the finger doing this at it's, the bottom. I mean, we'll figure it out. Probably <laughs> something like that. Right. And, and anywhere where this anywhere where podcasts exist, you can find every single one of our podcasts. So, um, if you feel like there's somebody you would like to have on the show, or I can have a great conversation with, or maybe there's topics or discussions you probably want us to address, leave it in the comments. Hit me in the DMs. You can get us on all social media platforms anywhere: IG, uh, TikTok. Facebook, which I'm never on, but I'll be on there for you guys. <laughs> but yeah, Same definitely, here. yeah, you know, tap in. And uh, until next time, until next time, you guys take care. Two eyes, two eyes. <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs>